Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 351. It's a good night tonight because we have returning to the spawn cast, Modern Vintage Gamer. Hello, it's great to be back. <laughs> and his beard. And his beard, yeah. I've <laughs> yeah, been letting it grow out. Okay. Okay, okay for, for the winter. Yeah, it's cold, you know. What, what, what is it, like a cold 60 out there or something? Yeah, it's a cold 56 <laughs> degrees right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like single digits here. <laughs> it is quite cold. Yeah, we just got a, a fair amount of snow here recently. So, snow twice this week. Yeah, negative but, two right now. Yeah, it's not that cold here, but it's. Uh, it was like this morning, it was like in the teens. So, we uh, we have plenty of ice out there on the on the uh, pavement. I had to start but, the snowblower uh, up. That was nuts. Yeah, I don't have a snowblower. <laughs> so, you have shovel. a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> I do. When I, good old when I, shovel. When I used to live in the Midwest, all I had was the shovel. All my neighbors had snowblowers. So I was like, you fucking assholes. Every year I go, should I get a snowblower? And then yes. I'm like, it's not going to snow. Watch. And now it does. Like last year it didn't snow. But, but okay. So, so you have to use it like right away, right? Otherwise the huh? snow yeah. sticks and yeah. compacts, it's, right? It, yeah, oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. you got you to gotta be on it quickly. Otherwise, if it starts to compact and it starts to ice up, there's no way you're going to be able yeah. to, to blow it. Um, yeah. John, get one over the summertime. That's the move. Oh, like, it's cheap. All cheap. Yep. They want those out of store. Yeah. Good idea. It's a good idea. Buy your grills in the wintertime. Buy your snowblowers in the summertime. Yes. Got it. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. We also have Miss Click. Here Hi. I am here. Good, good to have Click here. Going back to Halo, apparently. So... I'm yeah, yeah updated. drop in on one of your streams apparently when you're playing halo yeah uh you were gonna duo up that's what's gonna happen okay okay MVG, mvg's been talking about halo here and there too he's like well, well yeah, do halo. i'm ready to play again well you know what i realized is no one told me that they took away pc only cues you have to you have to cross play now for oh, rank yep. now so you need us. Into it. the crappy part is yeah the crappy <laughs> part is you're playing against controllers console player but the good news is you're actually getting into matches so hopefully you'll oh, be able to get oh, oh. onyx yeah okay we need we need the you need the console players now i see how it is you know i Wait, need actually, you when you, you melee i need you to dash can you plug someone. the controller into the pc and you get that kind of like that extra auto aim and stuff don't you get that um what am i scum <laughs> i'm gonna plug up a controller well, what if Come you on plug now. in the keyboard and mouse to that thing that makes it think you're using a controller and then you didn't, just run over everyone didn't microsoft say they figured it out and figured out a way to prevent i think there's some doing cheat it. system they're putting in the halo infinite yeah, yeah. they kind of need to that'd look, be ridiculous yeah it like looks up how you're moving and realizes you're not actually using a controller and just stops that that's uh that's evan there evan's with us tonight yep and <laughs> uh there is a game that's out now that i put the title that is I played it and it's kind of an Evan game and I'm curious. Evan, hold us in suspense <laughs> no. if you've played it or not. <laughs> I've looked into it, but it's not really a game for me. <laughs> I told you, Evan. I told really? you. Dude, I told it feels you. like an Evan game. It's not. <laughs> okay. It looks okay, cool, okay. but like I'm not really feeling it right now. Because hmm. it's it's wait, mostly wait, wait. a it's mostly a survival game and like I, I need those in small doses. Like I after spending two hundred hours in Valheim in a month, like uh... Is that what we're defining as an Evan game? Is survival? The survival Valheim. Uh, what else did you play? Did you play Rust, Evan? Did you play no. anything like no, that? No, no, no. No, really. I, I spent oh, the last okay. two weeks cracking double digits and freaking kills in a lot of the games I've been playing. I need to play something competitive. Did you ever play Ark, Evan? Uh, for a little bit, but that was okay. back when it was not great for performance. So yeah, they showed okay. you all those trailers oh, where it was like, yeah. look how amazing it is, and you get in, it's two frames a second. Yep. Just, yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Okay. When it okay. like first came out, yeah. Okay. 
All right, so tonight we have that developer direct to go over, which does include Indiana Jones. And I will say differing opinions online around how that turned out, but I think think there's uh, some fun stuff to talk about just overall with that developer direct. We have the Power World stuff, as that has absolutely taken over. By the way, they just announced, as we were going on air, they've announced they've, they've... sold 3 million copies in the first 40 hours now of that game. Ooh. What? D- yeah. Yeah. Despite it even being on Game Pass Ooh. and everything, that just that and PC has been enough so far to get them to 3 million copies sold. And their concurrent player count on Steam was approaching 1 million Damn. today. Rip so, Pokemon. Rip yeah. Pokemon. We got the Pokemon replacement, Ooh. everyone. We did it. It It's getting kind of ridiculous with this game right now. So, But wow. there is some, uh, some, some stuff that's popped up around that and AI, actually. So um, that, that might this might be interesting for even Nintendo to get involved, believe it or not. Uh, and mm. we had the the stuff with GDC that came up, mostly the surveys. And I, I I'm curious because MVG is is uh, much more familiar with just GDC in general and what it is, as that's the first thing that comes up when those surveys get brought. What's GDC? So I feel like MVG can at least uh, explain to us what GDC is, and then we can take a look at the survey as people were talking about even Nintendo's next gen device and if they'd like to develop for it. So I do want to start today with uh, some of the shout outs to the patron members, the executive producers. We have Achievement, John O, Joshua Butts, Mr. Joby, oh, William Hogue. And Trent A, I want to throw in there as a producer. And then we have our sponsor for tonight is the Game Orb. The Game Orb, of course, has been sponsoring the Spawncast for quite a while now, several months. And you can check them out over on their channel on YouTube and Twitch. I'll have a link down below where they do all kinds of gameplay streams, videos, as well as tours at different conventions and events, including Nintendo Live. So make sure you check them out. We'll have a link down below. So let's uh, let's quickly start with you know i i because so i had brought this up to sean and i i I was hoping oj would be here by now because he actually played power world as well sean attempted to play power world he has a very different opinion from most people on this game so maybe that's why he's not here right now because he'll get in trouble but power world came out on well they did early it's early access technically right now so it's not officially released it's uh, early access on game pass so if you have game pass you can just download it or if you go on Steam, I think it's $30, I believe, to buy it. And uh, no word, I guess, on when the full release is going to happen. But it was originally described, and what I went into it thinking was Pokemon with guns. But it is technically a cross between Pokemon, Ark, Zelda, and... Okay, uh, John, tell me, yes. what, what is the gameplay, loop? What, what do you do in this game? Tell me what you do in this I've game. I've heard it's a lot of grinding. Okay. So Explain the first thing you do is you wake up on a shore, right? So the, the story is you've woken up on a shore shipwrecked and you mm-hmm. pick up a tablet and it says the towers are the key and you look up their towers around the island, which is basically arc, which is <laughs> really funny. Uh, but then you set off, you have a little base that you make. And from there you go out, you capture, they call them pals, basically Pokemon. You capture mm-hmm. them, you bring them into your base And as you go around, you continue to capture them. And then there are areas where there are bosses at these towers that you go to. You defeat them and then they start to open up more parts of the world. And really, the idea is you build up your character because they you level up as your character, you level up as your pals and you unlock more and more things to then build out. So as I'm going down this tree, there are all kinds of stuff to essentially build out a fortress, get rocket launchers. There's one that I saw where you unlock it and you can then hand the little Trico looking guy an AK-47 <laughs> to 
and he'll protect your base for you. And that seems to be the gameplay loop that has taken the Internet by storm. MVG is the constant push to improve your character and your pals. Mm. That's basically done it. And there is multiplayer. So on Xbox, it's only up to four people. But on PC, you can have up to 32 people in one world with you. 32. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so the idea being you can have a ton of different people. It can be somewhat competitive, I guess, because you can fight against each other. They have different factions in the game. There's like a Team Rocket, basically, in there uh, that kind of plays on the, the evildoer side. But basically, you can walk up to one of these little pals that are roaming the, the world, take a stick, and just beat them over the head with it. Why wouldn't Sean like it? He could be I don't know. Fake cats and dogs. That's what him. he talks about all so, the time. Wait, do you have to you have to kill them to capture them? Explain how that works. So you like, have uh, these things that are basically Pokeball. they're basically Pokeballs, but they they don't call them po they call them something. I have to look exactly. What it, they call them something else. And you have like spheres. the Great Ball variant of it's something like that. Yes, Sphere or something. Uh, you have the Great Ball variant of it. You have like the Ultra Ball variant, and you go around and it's kind of like Pokemon Legends Arceus, where mm. it's all real time. You press okay. a button to throw it and it will all happen onto the side and you can just go fight something else while it's trying to catch the, the pal. Uh, and that's the idea is you do have a little reticle that comes up, you aim, you throw, it hits them and then a percentage comes up that starts to fill up depending on if you get the correct roll. It's like, oh yeah, you you, uh, you had a 50% shot and the coin flipped in your favor and you now have this pal. Uh, otherwise though you can then take your pal you uh, for me with the xbox's left bumper and you just throw them out and they'll attack and do things on their own so mm. they'll help you build stuff in your base or they will actually just go around and just start annihilating people which there are people you fight in the game too you can capture the people <laughs> and, as well uh, <laughs> yeah i got a bow and arrow a flaming bow and arrow so i made this thing it's all fire and i went up to this encampment and i wasn't sure if they were good or bad so i just started shooting arrows at them <laughs> And it, it, it killed the person and the police came after me. I had a wanted level. <laughs> I'm running away from the police the whole time. And I had to teleport back to my base to lose them. But there apparently is some kind of like wanted system in it. And I, a lot of stuff is jammed into this game that I do wonder if they try to do too much at once because parts of it do feel kind of shallow to a degree. Like that wanted system, it was like wanted level one. And even when I was attacking some of the police and never went up. It was just stayed like that. So I feel like it should have gone up more. Do you think this game, are we going to still talk about this game in a couple of weeks, John, or do you think this is going to be a situation where it's really, really popular right now, but it's just mm. going to fizzle out quickly. Well, what's, what's coming out in a couple of weeks? I don't know. Like well, I, I, did, I didn't, I didn't say that because no, I know. Well, I know. I feel like something's going to have to kick it off the podium, right? Like that's usually well, how it is. The flashbang. I don't think we really know. Is there an end game? Really? That's what I'm getting at. Like, because you there know, a goal to the game. Gamers are psychos. They'll, they'll grind through a game so fast and get right. to the end game right. content um, way faster than what the you know the developer was anticipating. So, do you think yes. it's it's going to be enough to sustain this game going on for more than mm. a few weeks? Is I guess what mm. is what I'm asking. Thirty two people on PC with Rust like elements. I mean, they could probably lean into the like Little live stream RP. content creation yeah. community and see if they could yeah. build off because technically that. when you make a new world you make a new character as well so like if we were all like let's get in this world and and we would start from the beginning all of us together and kind of build up from there and i believe you can then invite other people in and i that i, I kind of see the idea of it's kind of like minecraft where i guess you do that as well you can be like hey let's get together let's make our own world and let's build it up and i think the level cap is 
I'm going to say it's 50 because the talent tree goes to 50. So you have the talent tree for technology, the things you can build. And then you have a stat system for your character that does like attack, health, weight, because you can be over encumbered, which I'm annoyed at everything. Nice. That. Uh, and they still have those survival elements in the game. But it's like your character gets hungry, but it's not like I don't have to go cook food. I just have like a million berries. Can like, you they die don't... from hunger? I believe your health lowers as when you're when your meters it takes a long time for your meter to go down and it takes me like five seconds to kick it back up because i have like a hundred berries and you just mash a a couple times and it fills you up completely so, so but they're also on closed servers too right so you're not playing with random people you have to like join a specific server yeah i think you can close it or i, I feel like you could leave it i don't know how that works because like, i haven't tried any of that i just mostly like been messing around in the world that i i built there uh but i feel like i, I could see where you would have people maybe just join in if that's the case like if they add matchmaking this is all early access so i feel like yeah. it's going to be that situation of this could be a 10-year project for them and they'll just build on it forever because at this point they've it's taken off probably more than i have to imagine more than they thought it would like this just kind of came on people's radar a week or two ago i feel no, like when I remember we, we what direct was it there, yeah what? there was a director or an was, award show or something we were joking about it like oh the pokemon uh, yeah. with guns trailer i remember because it, it, yeah. it was when i was still here regularly was the game award or no it was before no, that even. it was a lot it was like a i feel like a year and a half ago one of the million that. summer games fest things that happened something like that yeah because I, I remember we were joking about it and and you know seeing like oh we'll see how it progresses i think for me i'm just most cautious about diving into games right away for me personally, because uh, Evan, you even think about freaking New World. Yeah. That was promoted over and over and over by Amazon. It was huge on launch. They're still right? doing they, it. They, they're still trying they're, so they're hard. They're hanging in there. Yeah, the three devs that are working on it. But like MVG said, people are psychotic. Not, not in a bad way, but you know, like they're yeah, yeah, dedicated yeah. to where they yeah. finish yeah. They're the content so fast. I had full fishing in that game in like two weeks. <laughs> was, I know, but it's sad. like once you reach the end game, you're like, okay, now what? Like, the two weeks yeah. of memories were fun, but then what? So you have to, for me, it's like, am I going to get my money's worth out of two weeks? Like mm, that's kind of how, that, I'm, how I'm gauging games I like will this admit, nowadays. My, my barrier of entry is very low because I already have Game Pass and it was like, here it is. Oh, so well, I just, that I makes more download, sense. You yeah. know, and it's, it, the game's like nine or 10 gigabytes or something, I think, on the Xbox. So it didn't take long either to download. It was just like, Do all right, you... you're good. So do you feel like because of Game Pass, your expectations of games quality lowers a little bit? Like, oh, I have Game Pass, so it doesn't matter. Like, do you feel mm. like devs aren't held up to as high of a standard then? If that's the case, because I've been curious about that. Yeah, I feel like in this case, they were they're pretty upfront. Like when you download it, the icon says early access big banner at the bottom. So okay. I feel like they're pretty upfront about the early access stuff. But I get what you're saying when it comes to if the game isn't what I wanted it to be, that I can just kind of move on and be like, eh. That's fine because well, it was, you know, it's part of the service I already have. Here's mm. an, here's the question: Are you now going to jump on the Steam version that has 32 players because you want to get mm. the, the, the full taste now of it? Have a taste. Yeah. Are well, you going to jump on that? Xbox Game Pass on PC, are. right? Yeah. I, I can just, I can just move part right of over both, there on yeah, the logout. Will it transfer? I, th I, I feel like my. I wonder if my. Wouldn't your server be billed for only eight? Because what if you wanted to go yeah. back on Xbox and play? I'll have to see how that works. You know what? I will try that with the raw gal. I just see how that works. But I get what you're saying, MG, with the, the PC, because I hear that if I was going to do a multiplayer one, I would probably go to PC and, and start it there. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Xbox I mean, we should with do you and your 31 episode. friends. 
We should do an episode from Power World. We should build a campfire. Power World episode. Oh, yeah. no, I ain't playing that shitty game. MBG's in. Only if you can is... capture RGT within the first day and then butcher him. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be such a good episode. I'll tell MBG you what. captures if, Sean in the huddle. <laughs> if this has arc elements, because I didn't play arc right away. I got introduced later on from friends. Mm. And I remember they captured a few people and they're like, okay, fill their pockets with stones. And I'm like, why? And they're like, don't, don't ask, just do it. I'm like, we're gonna put them in this cage, fill them with stones to where they're over encumbered. I'm like, okay. And they're like, all right, now every like hour, you're only gonna feed them one piece of food. So they're barely alive. I'm like, okay, well, what, what are the rocks for? And they're like, okay, well, the rocks are so they can't move, so they can't break out of the cage. So I'm like, oh. so we're holding prisoners? And they're like, yeah, no, that's essentially <laughs> it. We're just gonna, we're just gonna keep these people alive until they, you know, delete their account and make a new one. Oh, I'm like, man. oh my god, wow. this is brutal. Wow. This is insane. So I would say, Pal World has that eventually. Um, I could see some, uh, some motivation. You do for me pick to play stuff it. up automatically if, like, so at your base, you can have the pals basically just work on stuff. Like they'll, they'll just work at your base and gather resources and supplies and stuff for you. So essentially you can set up your base as you go along because you can give them like recreational event. Like you give them a nice hot tub, all this stuff. And they'll basically tend to themselves. Like they have like their little cafeteria feed box looking area and they'll be self-sustaining and just gather wood, stone, that sounds uh, like what I've, always, I've always kind of wanted that from Pokemon, to be honest. And, outside of the yeah, ranch it, kind of setting it does kind of feel like ideas that people have thrown around for pokemon and they just heard it or saw it and online finally like, did something just about throw it. it in there because yeah. it doesn't feel as like complex or built out as they probably could which maybe that's why i'm coming around on it and more interested because it doesn't have menu to menu to menu mm. to menu and it's like all these numbers and, pl and it's it's a bit more shallow so you kind of jump in and jump out pretty easily from it but mm. it do, I do see why people look at this and go, I wonder if I wonder if Nintendo will try that or the Pokemon company will try that someday or because so, it has those elements where it's so obvious that they're looking at and you can climb up and down walls like Zelda. You have a hang glider like Zelda, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You have all that stuff. So a lot of inspiration in this game from other games around it. I will say that. But it seems to be working. Uh, you sell three million copies and 40 hours that's kind of so impressive how's the combat it's it's all real-time action rpg and it doesn't feel like there's much impact to anything you just take a bat and just swing in place and just oh, club okay. this little pokemon over the head over and over and over again <laughs> so so the last question i have about this is is this actually a pokemon ripoff does is the pokemon uh, company gonna go after this company that's that's a good question mvg because we have some uh, some news that's come out. I think it was late yeah, earlier today. I saw VGC was mentioning this on Twitter. Uh, they've been accused of using generative AI, or that's the belief right now. The thing is, no one has necessarily like one to one proof. It's like, oh, they were the person who was at the head of the studio. I've never heard of this studio before that uh, that made it. They just kind of came out of nowhere. I think it was like Pixel. Let me make sure uh pocket pair sorry pocket pair never heard of them before this is all built in unreal engine but essentially what's going on is people are comparing it to pokemon like eye, the eyes the teeth and the, that sort of thing and even the mannerisms and kind of look of them like okay this is a cat in pokemon and it's a cat in pal world and people are thinking that they had generative ai across the board to make this to where it's not 
quite copyright infringement. Like it, it using AI to do it so many times to where it just skirts that line. Mm-hmm. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think in the next 10 years, a lot of games are going to end up using AI in some regard and they're just not going to tell you. They just won't tell you. And you'll find out years later after you've beaten it, talked about how happy you were with the game and stuff. And then you'll hear about how their tool set is integrated with some sort of AI, something like that, like that, those kinds of things. Uh, and I think this is another instance of kind of that. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if we found out. Here's the question, though. MG is right. Does Nintendo like we know what happens with Nintendo with the Pokemon company? They don't mess around. If these things are that close, do they attempt to make an example in court out of this? Because I, I'm not sure how that works with copyright and this sort of thing. If it's generative think- AI, they might be waiting for things. Because there are a lot of cases right now of companies trying to figure out whether or not AI should be used in this way. Since you can't technically right. copyright AI created works. Like, it's not what? made by a person. So, like, maybe they're waiting to see how those things go before stepping in. But maybe they'll might It, it is kind of a weird thing, Evan, isn't it? Because if you have an algorithm that you don't necessarily own because it's open, make it then who do you come and sue at that point? The no, person yeah. who told the ma- machine to make it? I, well, it's you, weird. You kind of sue the company that made the algorithm. I mean, that's just how that's how it is, or the, the program, rather. Because that's kind of been one of the um, the examples people have been giving. Like, oh, we made the program, and it learned from the internet, and therefore we can't be sued. It's like, no, that's bullshit. It's still your program. You, it's I, your I think it's a code. situation where if this game continues to get buzz and it continues to sell... Like, let's say by the end of next week, we're at 10 million, you know, um, or something like that. And it starts to get the attention of Nintendo, then they probably will start to take a look at it. I'm not saying they're going to do anything, but they'll probably take a look at it at least and see if there's anything going on that that they feel like would be um, their intellectual property at, at, you know, at risk or something. But, you know, I'm on I'm on their website right now and like all of their games are just blatantly like not one for one ripoffs but you can tell like the, absolutely what game they're based off of with yeah. new elements added into it like craftopia is like i'm looking at the trailer it's the exact same thing as breath of the wild this freaking Nevergrave game looks exactly like hollow knight uh they have a ai art imposter which is flat out among us uh and then pal world which is literally for me the i'm watching some twitch streams too right now it looks a lot like um arc mixed with uh like legends arceus kind of thing so i I don't know i just i feel like in a way like this group i mean it's cool that people are creating things but also at the same time it's like i mean you can tell you were basing your work off of someone else's homework kind of thing you know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at this dude, and if I don't know, some of these look like actual Pokemon. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, we kind of, I mean, Temtem sort of skirted that line too, but I feel like it did, it didn't, like, Temtem didn't have this kind of explosion out of the gate, did it, Evan? I don't remember it being. No, like I, I thought they were very forward with their art group as well, the people who are actually making this yeah. stuff and their methods and plans being kind right. of close to how Pokemon works with simple shapes but still trying to produce things. But if an AI learned from almost all the Pokemon art so far and is now putting this out, it's that's where it gets a little weird. Mm, Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's new territory for everyone. That's the problem. It's like, how do we, it's, it's AI regulated. We knew it was going to be approached at some point and it might be Nintendo and the Pokemon company, which Pokemon's the most valuable intellectual property in the world. So it kind of makes sense that they would be the ones dealing with it. Well, what if we, when we, eh, I guess when it's a matter of time, right? You, you guys said when 
uh, things are made with AI and they don't disclose mm -hmm. it, would there be any way to find out if it was so generated? I, I already know on Steam, they've, they've either added or they're adding some new terms and conditions that basically says that if your game has any type of AI, you have to disclose it within your game. But so that's an honor system, right? That's assuming that they do it. Would there be any way, like any trail... I don't think so. I mean, I think it's really more a case of, um, you know, like right now humans can tell either if audio is is AI generated or vi or visuals. So I think really it's just, you know, um, an expert basically making a determination at that point. But see, the thing about AI is I think as time goes on, it's going it to get better. better. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those lines start to may start to blur over time. But right now, it's pretty easy to spot like AI. Just look at the hands, you know, look sure. at the teeth. Well, it's um, almost like elementary, you know, it's yeah. learning and it has to evolve kind of thing. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, Evan, you can probably answer this better than I can. I mean, what do you think? I mean, you, you're <laughs> probably someone that can pick out AI pretty easily, I would imagine. Uh, you can pick it up because it does kind of tell some things. I've seen things as well with AI over time since it uh, pulls from art websites where the artists have been like, nah, screw this. And then they start doing things with their art that messes with the AI. So you can kind of tell what's going on. Like the um, Hans or someone did this thing where all of them put like no AI uh, cross outs over all their artwork. And then all the AI art coming out on that website had that same thing, but it wasn't about like the no AI cross out. It was just art with this weird red shape. And it was like, yep, yeah, there it is. But uh, mm. down the road, yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be more like an audit system where a game comes out that has ridiculous visual backing to it and it was produced in two years by three people and you're like i don't yeah. know if you did all that in that amount of time yeah. <laughs> it's the thing that i but like i'm looking at microsoft and they're talking heavily about ai no, yeah. and that's 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 definitely getting integrated into their games so i don't yeah. like we're talking about ai on steam being uh being disclosed mvg i mean i feel like a lot of microsoft stuff based on the way the whole company is moving where they became more valuable than Apple the other day because seemingly of AI and the big drive for that. I mean, all their stuff's probably going to use some sort of tool set that has AI integrated. So oh, yeah. that's, what's their search engine? Tough. Is it Bing? Bing. What? Bing, right? Bing, Bing. And then they have like a then they have like an like an AI component to it. Um, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I went to I went to Google something on my computer the other day, and I guess my computer updated because. My Chrome didn't come up. It was their yeah. AI thing. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this? And I had no idea that they integrated. It was just like that. Like, yep. I they didn't say anything. I there was no, like, any... do you want this? It was just already there. I was like, I don't. I don't was that, Bing, that. that Bing AI thing. Uh, I don't, I guess I don't really know how to work AI properly because I'll ask it to do something for me and it just like It'll links Google me it for to, you. Uh, links me to Wiki, <laughs> yeah, it just links me a Wikipedia page. It's like, I could have fucking done this myself. Yeah, Google it's does that passively. It just Googled it for you. I, I feel like that is, that is a whole thing on its own is figuring out how to structure sentences and questions for AI to give you the best information possible. But that, like, that's a whole position on its own. Uh, but... We'll see. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious if we hear news about Nintendo poking around with this. So well, I figured we'll they see. would have after already seeing a, a trailer. Do you think they're waiting for this early they, access to come out they, to do something? They probably will take a look. They're sore winners. Like, they don't want they, anyone messing yeah. with Pokemon. That's true. I'm, I'm, yeah, but there's no Power World card game. So I don't think they really care as much, but it's probably no, a that's little true. bit. That's true. 
Just That's wait, true. the real end game turns I'm into I'm hoping a Nintendo will look at this and say, we can do better. We can do better than Scarlet and Violet. Let's yeah, sure. look at this. Look Get what the, the AI in Absolutely. here, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That would certainly be the win-win for everyone, right? People get to enjoy Power World mm -hmm. and doesn't get shut down. And then, yep. you know, Nintendo and Game Freak be like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't churn out yearly subpar mid-games. Absolutely. How many copies did PUBG sell when it was like at a... God, well, it was, how many, how many copies it was has it sold millions so far? Right off it was the bat. ridiculous. <laughs> PUBG sales. Well, because people are talking about this... Uh, overtaking pokemon as an example you know i guess thrown around it's not gonna overtake it I, for i it's not gonna overtake it for intellectual property value or nothing like like there's no powered card game or merchandise i wouldn't be shocked though if it kept get like PUBG has sold uh like an obscene amount right i think it went free to play for the longest time but in a report in october 2023 75 million yeah so i like let's say <laughs> this game it goes absolutely ridiculous 40 million copies technically would have sold more than pokemon but that was PUBG introduced the battle royale genre now i know people are going to be like there are other games that did battle royale before PUBG. yes but it brought it to a you know to a, a wide audience yeah. this is a you know a blatant pokemon game with guns and legend of zelda uh, hand gliders and stuff. This is not this is not anything new and interesting. I think it's a little unfair to compare it to to PUBG mm. when when that came out because that thing when PUBG came out, even I was playing that PUBG because like I was like I got to play this game. The big one was H one Z one. Yeah, H one Z one. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Player Player Unknown. I think was he was one of the devs on the H one Z one thing, and then he left yes. to make PUBG. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I'm I'm just curious now where this where this train ends when it comes to the sales because that's already at three million i, I mean 75 million i i, I mean maybe but it man, still has that's... to go to you you figure it's going to playstation at some point right you think it goes to nintendo nintendo system it only needs a, a 1050 to play it apparently so i bet you they can get it on there what if they drop a battle royale for power world like just oh it's blend. over what if it's, it's switch, over what if it's a switch to launch game it's <laughs> over <laughs> Well, we'll see how that continues on. Uh, let me go to let's let's take a look at the Xbox Developer Direct. This ran for about 50 minutes and they showed five games. One was a surprise, but the other four were there as expected. And let me start with so the the studios that were there, Obsidian Ninja Theory, Square Enix, Oxide Games and Machine Games. The one they started with was Obsidian with Avowed. That is coming fall 2024 for Xbox and PC, of course, launching into Game Pass. And this, to me, looks very similar to a Skyrim, minus yes. the when they started showing off all the magic, dual-wielding wands, the whole thing. But, I, I mean, I, I look at this like Obsidian said, we, we want our own Skyrim. Well, and it's weird. You would have thought that was the Bethesda game and not Indie. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. That that looked like uh that looked like a Bethesda game. But I mean they're they're basically uh you know neighbors within Microsoft at this point. So sure. it's like okay, go and make your own Skyrim. I I mean I like what I saw with some of the combat, but other parts of the combat looked a little a little light. I don't know. It's hitting. I did not some like these, the melee. 
yeah, hitting some of the enemies with like the bigger weapons didn't feel like they were hitting them with the weapons. It felt like the exact same animation as like a, a, a freaking hatchet or something. It was just left, the, right, left, right. The magic like, looked Oof. cool though. Like that, it okay, when they were really throwing cool. magic, I was like, all right, that's yeah. that's probably what they started with. And they were like, oh, we should probably give them melee as well. Uh, yeah. but they also had a gun, just shot it with a gun. That, was, that surprised some people because it's in the Pillars of Eternity, I believe, that kind of lore. So when they broke the gun out, that seemed to surprise people. Uh, but that is it's coming fall 2024. So this is a theme, by the way, throughout this this entire show. A lot of the stuff coming up this year. But would you would you think MVG about about? I liked it. I think um, it showed better than what I thought maybe it would have. I did have some questions around the combat in the game. I felt like it was a little flat as far as. I mean, there were some really cool wand effects and stuff like that, but it didn't really give you that satisfaction when you beat down an enemy where, you know, I don't know, some, maybe the physics weren't wired up properly or something, but it just looked a little flat to me, the combat system in the game, John. But other than that, I think the game looks really good. Um, I will say that I think fall 2024 is a safe date to put on it. Potentially, I feel like it may slip a little bit because I, I think that they have to do more work on it. There's a little bit more work and polish that needs to be done with this game, I feel like. It showed well, but I felt like it could have been a better presentation overall. But overall, I, I like it. It's on Game Pass, so I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah, that well, is that does make it a little easier, doesn't it? <laughs> it's on Game yeah. Pass, so I'll give it a download. It also you won't had... download Power World, though. <laughs> It also had the oh, well. character talking, though, right? Like the weird fish looking guy. Yeah. Did anybody else think his facial expressions like he looked super stale or was that just me? It looked, it looked a bit like a bit stiff. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, looked, it gave me like it looked Bethesda Starfield ish yeah. to me. And, I, okay. and I'm I'm OK with that. Um, like I, I'm, I'm kind of used to that type of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean. It did look a little little weird to me as well. Is it a beloved brand identity? Or is it something like, it oh, you... Is it set in the D&D universe? Or was it vowed set? I remember they said it was something specific because you are technically from a group of people in an already established universe that are normally disliked uh, but have incredible power. Story emphasis. Mm. But I liked it, John, overall. What did you think? Did you like the game? What, what was your thoughts? For avowed? Yeah. yeah, you know, it, it did give off those, I guess, those Skyrim vibes. It kind of felt a little been there, done that until they started showing off some of the magic with the dual wielding and the wands and the apparently you could change loadouts on the fly. So that's fine. I just the environments look good, but it, it just felt like I had been there before. But mm -hmm. it's, it's from their, the it's from their Pillars of Eternity universe. They're, uh, uh, well, I mean, I didn't really play Eternity. that, but it's it's it still looked very similar to just Sky. It just felt Skyrim. -y. I don't know. It's very very familiar but I, I guess for pillars of eternity then like fans of that they're probably loving what they're seeing with avowed so i you played pillars of eternity evan uh no but i have a buddy that's huge into that he okay. loves yeah he, that. he probably probably really likes what he's all with avowed then if that's the case so kind of going from the isometric down to like ground level and looking around we had hellblade 2 next and we got our release date finally may 21st so it is first half of this year as expected and we've been seeing this game since the Xbox. This is the first game that was announced next to the Xbox Series X back then <laughs> during the Game Awards. So it's been a while. But finally, we are 
four months away from this game coming out. Uh, Xbox PC Game Pass. Slight issue, though. This was a weird one. Digital only. There's no physical release for this game. It's $50, so it's not a full price game. And it's about the similar length as the first one, which people are like, okay, it's a seven or eight hour game. It seems to be it. No one's really pushing back on that from like the developers or publishers or anything. So it's uh, a little shorter, it seems, than people were expecting. But I will say we, we've had this conversation many times. If a game is seven or eight hours, there's no point in going, well, let's put another seven hours of fluff in just to hit a like a number just a, it's got to be 15 eh. if, it, if it's Jonathan, good the content of those Jonathan, 78 hours Jonathan, good. when when was the xbox series x announced what year was oh, it 2019 man. it was 20, 2019 the okay. game awards so i think people's issues with <laughs> hellblade 2 is that this game has been in development for many many years 2019 yes. as you said well there's like a even so, longer gap than that between the, the seven years from the, from the first one and now even. Th there you go. So I think people are just questioning why is the game on the shorter side when it's literally been in development for, you know, such a long time is really the question I feel like. It didn't have the Isn't powerful AI indie? like Power World. <laughs> well, it it, it, the indie, first though? one... The Who's first one was it. This yeah. one's not because now they're owned by Microsoft and they've been owned by Microsoft. Funded. Again, they've been funding this pretty well. <laughs> a lot more money, a lot more resources, a lot a bigger team is is yep. on board now at Ninja Theory. So I think yeah. really people are just questioning, well, why is it still the same length as the first game? You know, we can we 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 know why the first game was small because it was a small you know double A game with a small budget and you know one fifth of the, the, the resources working on the game. Now you've got Microsoft money. You've got a big team. Um, no and crunch? It, and people, I mean, let's say no crunch, right? Almond and crunch. people are, uh, you know, are questioning, well, why is this still a seven or eight hour experience? This should be a triple A, you know, 15 hour campaign, at least, mm -hmm. like Spider-Man 2 or something like that. I think that's the, the, the question. Do you think this is the case of we can focus in heavily on every little minute detail of this game to make it look as good as possible, sound as good as possible. The environments are built out and look crazy. It's and you know, mocap like that. Do you think they just got a little too in the weeds with every single detail that let's face it, many people are just going to kind of run past. Do you think they, they said, okay, we can make it 15 hours and skip out on this, this and this, or we can, shorten it and make every little thing like down to the strands of hair down to everything that's on that table is there cross, you think that's possible like that they is just it cross gen or is it only it, it's only xbox it's only games. xbox yeah. so what if, what if that was the case also i mean we've had the privilege and unfortunate news of like metroid for example being scrapped and redone you know certain tv show mm -hmm. series people have been waiting for scrapped and redone is it possible and maybe mvg this is like a dev question could they just decide like oh like this isn't good we're gonna scrap this whole portion and well, and well, change they, the trajectory they kind of did that right because they they went from unreal engine 4 and then they announced they were moving to ue5 and i can tell you yeah. that's not a, a no, copy yeah. paste run a wizard script okay. to upgrade everything that is okay. that's basically a rewrite of your game at that point well that's right? what they're saying for a uh, smite 2 is yep. it was going from Unreal Engine 3 to 5, and they're not going to be able to transfer everything. Yep. Okay. 
I mean, so I, I think honestly, it's probably, um, you know, they started working on the game, they had good ideas, they were in development, and for whatever reason, they decided to change engines, they engine swapped the game mid midway through development. Mm. So that's probably why the game isn't, mm. I guess, as big as what, what people are expecting. I'm not saying the length of the game should detract from the quality of the game and the right. overall, you know, score that it gets. I just, I think people are asking those questions and I think they have a right to ask those questions. I mean, you, you've been, you announced this game with the launch of a system and, you know, it's been such a long time since and now you're ready to release it and it's a little smaller than people are anticipating. It's like, well, you know. Yeah, I I do wonder if this is them going, we're going to do this awesome graphical showcase. It's just going to be half the runtime you expected because we've really wanted it to look but that's okay. Like top I mean, tier level. Well, that's all del- I can think of with if this. The delivery, so. if it's if it's like a full out, just what becomes one of your favorite games, you know, and it is eight to nine hours. Do you feel I mean, like that's that's gonna be okay of, in your opinion? Some of my favorite games are a shorter in length, like Resident Evil Three Remake. You can but you can speed run that in like I mean the best speedruns can beat it in less than an hour, but I can beat it in like three and a half hours. I mean, um the order 1886 is, is is such a great game on the playstation 4 it it lasts for like three or four hours but it's a an amazing three to four hours so i think if the quality's there i don't really have any any real concern about um you know hellblade 2 i think it's yeah. gonna be good so we have to play i mean we have to play it first so we'll, i mean hey when we get there in may and we play it and we're like oh okay that when did they first show the trailer for it? Wasn't what I was expecting to get. Uh, it was right next to the Series X because they showed the trailer, and then they were like, "We're also going to show you this." And it was the what year? Was it was that? the trailer with Senua kind of like in the, the, the facial expression, chanting into the camera. Yeah, the fa- yeah, right, the cave. Yeah. What so. year was that? Twenty nineteen game awards. So it would been December. Oh well. Yep. COVID too. So. So, COVID, yeah. yeah, I'm sure I'm sure COVID set him back a little bit as it seemed to, like there's one How game running even... up here that probably would have been out already if it wasn't for COVID. So, so. when when did wait, when did they announce the change from Unreal Engines? Like when was that, that announced? That's a good question. Um I feel like it was the year after. But So they but, decided to change Yeah, during they announced they announced they quarantine. I remember they 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 announced that they were engine swapping the game to UE5 because they wanted home. to um can you even do that from home? Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'll, I'll find out. I think it was okay. 2020, maybe. Okay. So we also had, we had one company just kind of show up in the middle of the show out of nowhere. And that was Square Enix. So not a Microsoft-owned studio, nothing like that. Uh, just third party comes in. They show all visions of mana. It's the first time the mana series is releasing on the Xbox. I didn't got to stop and think about that for a minute. I was like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And that is coming summer 2024. That's not a Game Pass game, but it's, it's on all the different platforms. Uh, well, we probably everyone figures switch too, but we'll, we'll let them talk about that when they're ready. But Xbox, <laughs> PC and PlayStation platforms. I mean, the game we've already seen. It, it looks good. Like I'm, I'm on board with this. I like the mana series. I enjoy Trials of Mana. So. I will uh, I will be picking this one up. Looks like a more colorful, more cell shaded Dragon Quest 11 is kind of what I'm getting from it. So I like it, though. And it it does make you think about Microsoft's newly uh, rejuvenated partnership or relationship, I should say, with Square Enix. So Final Fantasy on tap, maybe that's the talk now. Final Fantasy 16, even I heard that come up. 
I think Nate even put that as like a an image in his podcast, is what he said. So I've heard that on uh, Xbox Era, whatever it is. So Final Fantasy 16 may be coming over at some point. Seven remakes come up as well. All the Square Enix stuff. So bring it all over. But I will say next month, Final Fantasy 14 will make the jump to Xbox. So the Square Enix mm-hmm, stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Square Enix also very on board with AI. So connection there. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm seeing, had, I mean, I'm seeing some news reports for the Hellblade thing from 2020. So yeah, it sounds like it's around that. Okay. That's a that's a really good point, John. You mentioned AI, Microsoft, and Square Enix. I mean, if you're gonna partner with someone with you know to do AI stuff, Microsoft is is the company you want to partner with. Because they're really because they put all that money in, invested all that money into it. Yeah, you might end up using some of their dev tools even then at that point to make sense. Like it might, they might be flashing around like, hey, this would make Final Fantasy 17 a lot easier to make if you want to put it on our Xbox or Jeez. Windows platforms or whatever it is. So, uh, but I also will say that Square Enix is throwing around every technical term they can with blockchain, AI, and anything that sounds good or technical to investors, they're just saying it. So I at least want to put that out there. They scattershotting all over the place for that. We had Oxide Games with Aura History Untold, and I really wish I cared about strategy games because this quality perspective, it looks good. I will say that. I don't play strategy games, unfortunately. It's Last only time PC, I did was with, right? It is only PC, yes. Yeah. yes. And Oxide is not owned by Microsoft, by the way. I double-checked it. I'm like, why are they in the It's just a private company that I guess they're releasing on PC with Microsoft. And Evan, is this your game type of game? No. The, I like the, the more like StarCrafty ones, not so much the long-term civs. Gotcha. Okay. For Civ, yeah. it's always build nukes, and then that's it. <laughs> <Just go. laughs> well, apparently they made it so, like in this one, you could win in a bunch of different ways. I guess that they, are, like, they always do, but putting... nukes are always the way. Yeah. There's some simultaneous <laughs> turn system they turned. They they also talked about to make turns shorter between. And I tried. I, I was I was paying attention as much as I could with it. I really did. It's fall 2024, so the again the three game we, we just talked about avowed Hellblade two. Visions of Mana, the Square Enix, but then our history untold three games, 2024. All right. So we're still working here. No and actual they... window, right? Outside of fall. Right. Just fall. Yep. Just fall. So 2024, 2024, fall 2024. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. So they are, uh, they're, they're at least leaving the w- a bit of a window there if they need to. Uh, but the big closeout was Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Todd Howard talked about pitching this to Lucasfilm and actually being nervous about it. So he's fully invested in this, completely on board behind the scenes, working with it. And they did the big like reveal as they went through for Indy. It is Harrison Ford. They're using his likeness for this, which uh, I I think that's that's obviously a good move, because if you're really going to go for this and you want to have that marketability, yeah, you kind of have to use uh, you kind of have to use Harrison Ford for it, as we saw with. I think of Guardians of the Galaxy or even the event. The Avengers is like the big example where they had yep. no one from that cast for their likeness. And everyone was like, this, look, it was, these look like the stunt doubles. It, for was the right ar- it was also right around one of the Philly Avengers had just come out too. like people were it was still relevant. You know what I mean? It hadn't. Yeah, there wasn't time to die out. It felt it was just out of touch, in my opinion. Yeah. So they uh, they did get Harrison for, which is, a, I think, a great move for that. It is first person, though. <laughs> So this, this is uh, it's, it has third person aspects to it for the camera. It will it also um, it also go to third person when you do traversal, like swinging with your whip or climbing up 
parts of the world or that sort of thing. But I'd say 80% of the game probably spent in first person. And this didn't go over well online. <laughs> this was one, there was a lot of fighting over this. Uh, but it is 20, it's 2024. So it is this year. Xbox and PC, of course, in the Game Pass. And the first person thing, I feel like because obviously Indiana Jones, uh, we know Uncharted and Tomb Raider both pulled inspiration from Indiana Jones. And we think of those games as third person. So mm -hmm. we then would go, OK, Indiana Jones makes sense as third person. But it's machine games and they are much more familiar with first person, obviously, with things like Wolfenstein. So in their mind, it's like, yeah, we'll just we'll just go third person on this with first person with third person cuts here and there, depending on what's happening. Uh, I, don't, I like the way the game looks, but what do you guys think about the first person decision? That's the thing that it really caused a lot of conversation. Even Sean himself in his video started by saying this better be third person. They came back four hours later and was like, okay, it's first person, but it looks good. I think it looks, I'm, I'm happy with it. I, I, I love the, I love when companies take risks, John, yep. like yep. doing first person and having third person cutscenes is perfect. It's exactly you could do how a Resident I would have done Evil it. Style. You could yes. have all first person, then yes. I'd have a problem. And and here's the thing. If we made this game third person, I hate to say it, but it's going to look like Uncharted. It's going to look like Tomb Raider. It's going to look like those, you know, those exploration style games that we've already seen before. So bringing a first person flavor to this game um, really makes it stand out and make it unique on its own. So I, I applaud the decision to make it a first person game. So yeah, good job, Machine Games. I do hope it pans out because this game does look like it's a lot of traversal and momentum, which a lot of games try, but not often do they succeed Ooh. at it. But also Have puzzles. You in this game? Hmm? You in this? You in? You in? Really. in this game? No. No, oh, we haven't. Oh. But uh, <laughs> but you're also looking at puzzles in this game, which don't often do well from first person perspective because the pulled back camera allows you to easily scan rooms. It's actually a thing. true. So like true. the fact that he's looking around for parts to build devices from first would, person might mess I with mean, people depending on how they I would put think it together. It, but that probably means the in my opinion if they're doing it right the puzzles yeah. aren't going to be too incredibly complex and it's going to have more of a narrative flow versus it you know feeling like a break from pace. I don't know. Personally for me um and I was I was telling chat this the other day cuz I watched all the trailers after the fact like the next day Indiana Jones was like a really big name in my house both my parents mm. graduated high school. Okay when indiana jones star wars rocky all of that was super big so like indiana jones was like one of the first i feel like recognizable characters for me even since i was like a toddler kind of thing so i'm a big indie fan i freaking just love him so for me it's cool the first person aspect uh for me i was more disappointed about avatar being first person the avatar game mm -hmm. than than yeah. indiana jones and i don't know why i feel like with indiana jones the way they showed it like the whip everything felt no pun intended, but felt snappy. Um, the flick to the gun felt really cool. F shooting from the plane, you know, kind of thing. Jumping from wing to wing. You're like, bro, I I get to experience being Indiana Jones kind of thing. So for me, impactful too. <laughs> yes, I think, and I, for me, I actually watched the trailers out of order than how they were presented in the Xbox showcase, where mm. I watched Indie before I watched Avowed's trailer. So the dichotomy of... For me, a vow just felt so stale. It didn't mm -hmm. feel impactful. Um, and I was really worried, and I was telling chat, like I'm very judgmental about specifically melee combat. Like I'll probably try the casting, but I'm not gonna do melee. But Indy, 
it was like they even lined up the punches to his theme song yeah. mm -hmm. and it yeah, went like good. the it was just the editing the camera shaking the snappiness everything felt different now again it is just a trailer so is it actually gonna run and feel that fun when we're actually like in the loop of it like playing that's obviously yet to be determined but even just in the way that they marketed it, it felt a lot more fun so for me i was just worried in general for indiana jones to be done right but like mm -hmm. even with the cutscenes, like the smirk they had for him you know like i don't know who's doing the voice for indy but felt incredibly yeah, they named him Troy Baker. It's Troy, Bra yeah. it's Troy Baker, yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. I I voice. could not tell. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like him and Matthew Mercer are just like you you they just use so many different voices. Well, kudos to him, because in my opinion, I was like, I gotta hear the voice. I gotta hear. It. And he did like the scoff right. Felt very indie. So I don't know. I am excited. I, I think again, first person shouldn't matter if it delivers to the experience. If everything is tailored right. well around it that's what should matter and we shouldn't just be like oh well it doesn't look like every other game that i like you complain if it does look like every other game you like so make up your mind and exactly what mvg said do you want people to try new things sure hopefully they don't fail because indiana jones is like a legend to me no this would be good i'm i'm i, I think machine games they do great work this will be uh this will this will be a good game yay i'm confident seems like they they have a really good game to market then if it because this is also fault this is all well just as uh 2024 make sure 2024. Quote unquote, so, i feel like this is gonna get delayed is it just me i feel like it's gonna get delayed no nate brought this up too he thought it might get delayed just uh, he's looking at the the lineup and was like that yeah I mean, she, well this one might be the one that would be we, like we have we have five, we have five games right coming to xbox yeah. in 2024 there is yep. So it's a holiday? History will tell us and the statistics will tell us there's going to be at least one game that doesn't make it this year. Yeah. I personally think indie is is going to make it. I think indie's probably okay. further further along than what we think. I think if there's one game, and I mentioned it, I was kind of saying it earlier, I think Avowed may get bumped I could see just that. for mm. more polish. I could see that. I, Wouldn't it be the worst thing? I think, mm. I mean, I think indie makes sense to be there for the holidays because that is the mascot you put next to the xbox on store shelves or even just banners or commercials or because call of duty's coming out this year so you got to position these things around call of duty microsoft owns that now so that's uh that's something they have to account for and that it's a big seller of a year oh look sean's here yes yes i am hold on did your team win did the, i was trying to judge by sean's <laughs> yeah team, no but... yeah they, they, they okay, won about 20, 26 oh okay, wow so we we, we get stuff. happy sean right now nice it's hard to tell I mean, sometimes wow. yeah i mean i'm always miserable but yeah oh it's a good game it was a good game i'll send you some tequila like or something jeez jeez all right good stuff good stuff so uh we were we were working through the xbox developer we just got the indiana jones i figure that's the one you would have wanted to comment on anyway what'd you think of how it looked sean um initially i oh well good wow. that's that thanks okay, for coming sean josie internet am i right big big uh oh, he's coming back i'm i'm back um <laughs> i don't know i was opening up photoshop and it, it just that was perfect time this guy too. out here just trying to bleed his memory on his computer <laughs> i gotta make a thumbnail for tomorrow um was i saying oh no i was initially kind of like eh, when it wasn't third person mm -hmm. but the reason i was like that was because i was under the impression because i mean uncharted tomb raider like they're all you know stylized and like an indiana jones style of game so i thought there was gonna be a lot of platforming 
And since it doesn't seem like there's a lot of platforming in the game, um, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with Xbox's 2024 games. Okay, okay. So you're uh, but but, hum, hum, but hum drug dog is not. He says I don't care. Not playing these games. Phil is a snake. RGT video is trash. Xbox lied to us. Xbox isn't back if they port some of these games going to PC. But the Xbox outside, games are going to be on PC, brother. Thanks for the five. <laughs> outside, brother. Four ninety nine. <laughs> they can buy them on pc oh okay <laughs> i you know what i did notice i didn't realize this until i guess indiana jones was shown as first person apparently first person motion sickness is is like really prevalent on oh, social yeah. media i didn't realize this it is yeah. i mean yeah. dude remember that a game mirrors, people are talking remember that game that. mirrors edge mirrors edge caused it a lot uh the first stalker game had a weird pixel to pixel blur effect that they had to turn off because their testers were getting sick yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it's real i i've i've experienced I've, I've never been like you know violently ill or anything like that but i've experienced motion sickness before playing like some first person games in the past but we, we would need oj it, in here oj says he gets six playing first person oh but it's not really yeah, I, anything that i mean usually it's my buddy just telling me just get up and take a walk you idiot you know you need to move around so well i feel like yeah, usually really with first person well because it also happens in first person shooters too is oftentimes you can go into settings and turn off camera shake you can turn off recoil yeah. motion blur is a big um, one motion blurring like all that different kind of stuff so hopefully well, they'll they'll have adjustments for that so the one game that really made me not feel good was mirror's edge because remember how you would like you know, you would jump and then you would it, slide and, and it you, was, you do all these like, the ramp, it was all about momentum. Dive. So most yeah. of the time your character's like uh, doing and, the bottom. And I remember, I remember they actually added a patch where they, you could turn on this like green crosshair, like focus, these yeah. three, these, these three green on. kind of dots on, on the screen. And it would basically tell your brain this, this isn't focus. real, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, it, and it actually worked really well. So, you know, I, Knowing Bethesda and um, you know this Indiana Jones game, there's going to be a ton of accessibility stuff yeah, in this hopefully. game. I'm sure it'll they'll have something like that in there. Okay, yeah, I feel like if you put a crosshair on the screen, that that would help you a lot in terms of uh, first person motion sickness. But I mean, if that's the case, I stay away from VR. I was going to say, yeah, like, the... how about like 3D slash VR experiences? Does that does that's... that also get you? VR ones, I've actually I've actually been able to like get myself to experience motion sickness in VR from if you pick a game that has smooth moving, so like you press the, the thing stick where and it kind of normally, goes behind you, and then and that yeah, and then you also oh. have smooth camera move, oh, so and then bad. you sit down when you play it. That will get. I'd say 90% of people motion sick. It's crazy what that can actually do to yeah, you. Anytime the so. video moving follows where you're looking, it's uh, vertigo. Depends right on the game. Depends Grand on the game. Gran Turismo VR was definitely one of those things where it kind of fucks you up, especially if you have like, oh, yeah. a wheel. The, the one that mm. messed me up the worst was Drive Club VR on the PS4. That really, oh, that was rough. But like I played through Half-Life Alex in VR with just the regular FPS controls. And there were some moments where, again, I just had to take a break, but like, it was fine. Mm. I think I'm not, you know, I think the first person thing, they'll add some accessibility stuff in it, I'm sure. But I also see that, you know, first person isn't for everyone. Um, but I don't know, like I said, I, I'm, uh, I'm very happy that it is. 
do we think that this is uh, as we finish up with the Xbox developer? I think this is the start for Microsoft's big like one game per quarter push now. Like it seems like they have a lot of stuff announced. Is this is this the move now? This is the moment. One big one per quarter. Yeah, that's been their their um their goal. Every quarter have a big game releasing. Well, I mean, this year they're not going to have that, right? Because the first game is Hellblade, and that's going to be in Q2. So there's no Q1 game. Um, and then we still don't know the date for Avowed and Indiana Jones. We we expect Indiana Jones is probably going to be like, I don't know, an October game maybe or something like that for the holiday. I would think holiday. Yeah. Um, so maybe next year, John, is the start of the one one game per quarter thing. Okay. Um, you know, but I mean, they also have Call of Duty and stuff if you want to count all that stuff, I yep. guess. Yeah. Yep. Call of Duty would be out this uh, this holiday. Indie would be maybe maybe they can get Indie out in like September or something, just to kind of avoid that October November split. Where Call yeah, of but don't you think that's there. that's when Avowed is going to be? Uh, that's what we were talking about. We figured one of these games might get pushed just because it's even too crowded for them. Like, well, you have also going to be third party games dropped in there somewhere too. Well, fuck them. Um, you have Avowed <laughs> as as fall, and right. Indiana Jones is twenty twenty four. So I would say you'd do Avowed in September and then Indie in October or November. Mm. Okay. It's going to like, be... I feel like Indie kind of spans a couple generations. You know what I mean? Like, uh, mm. I, uh, someone showed me the clip of Josie saying he's the guy... I know she knows Indie, but it helps that he's in Fortnite right now. Yeah. So, I mean, which is true. I feel like <laughs> a lot of characters from Nintendo would benefit from being in Fortnite for that same reason, but... I, I don't know. I feel like if you if you have younger people who might be experiencing indie for the first time, but I feel like a lot of older people, you know, are, are going to probably be trying this for the first time. So I don't know. That's just me. I know my mom would, and she doesn't play games, but she loves indie. So hey, there it is. That's that's what they're going for. Get get people in maybe aren't even playing games like that, and they see Indiana Jones, and they check it out. Let me go over to some of the super chats here. Cody Bishop says, did you see the Quake 6 Easter egg in the direct? Yeah, they had it on the whiteboard. It said Quake 6. Interesting. Okay. What happened to Quake 5? Oh, <laughs> that, is that Quake Champions or whatever? No. No. <laughs> well, Quake 4 was the latest game, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Came well, out yeah, in, but what, 2006? Yeah, on 360. 360. Yep. Oh, man, those are the days. Aiden a says, uh, Aiden asks about, oh, Josie looks different today. Josie, uh, Josie will be back, uh, I think, next weekend. She had some stuff she had to she had to attend to this, this weekend. Uh, Tjo says, in your mind, MVG, what would the industry look like if every game ever released was preserved at an official level without losing ownership? Every game what would it look preserved. like? Um, probably less ROM sites and w it would be really awesome because you could go to any online digital store and buy whatever you wanted and always have it there. So it'd be pretty cool actually. Like if you just say, Hey, I want to play some game from 1985 and it's available on a storefront, you just get it. So I think it would be uh, a lot, a lot better overall. But that is that is obviously a situation we will never get to, I don't think. Uh, this is this is from Gab saying moving to a city on Monday for for university one last live show. 
Shout out to Gab. Demi Crow asked, Chili's or Applebee's? Chili's. Oh God. Am, I, Chili's. am I drinking? It'd be Applebee's if you're drinking, I mean, right? You know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows. Why? What is Applebee's? They, they have is a happy hour. They have a happy hour time that's like super cheap. They got the happy hour and then they got the, the two for 20. Oh, that's man. That's Chili's. Okay. Oh, did Applebee's also do their own two for 20? They yeah. did like half price appetizers on like certain days, like before four o'clock or something. Sean's I'm there. We'll be there at like three, three fifty, putting the order in. Chili's, <laughs> go. Chili's does their own, their own happy hour, but they also have just way better queso, way better salsa. Like they're freaking the honey chipotle chicken tenders are fire. But then they also got their pasta. Their burgers are slamming. Like, come on. Applebee's has got like what? Refrigerated raccoon ribs. Oh, wait. Sorry, I forgot. RGT likes raccoons. My bad. Wow. Sorry. All, all this Applebee's. I'm going to have to Did go. Did you have a chilies. bad experience at an Applebee's in your life? Applebee's is like, mm, they, had, they had decent like tomato soup. Sean's being economic here, too. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is from Brunei's pitch, pitch. Approach ESA and request money that didn't go to E3 for Spawncast Network to host an award show. Developers get to say thank you. John hosts other members and guest influencers present RGT85 and Black Keely do a roast. What a, what a future that would be. Yo Peep says, I wish PlayStation Xbox could get the same license for the games, but have their first party develop the game. Like Aladdin back in the day, a Naughty Dog Indiana Jones would be fire. Yep. Burley says, did you see the Yakuza Infinite Wealth is charging, let me like Dragon Infinite Wealth, be charging $15 for New Game Plus. I hey, that's it's one of our topics uh, for tonight. It is one of the topics, which we can actually, it was brought up here by Burley, so we can talk about that real quick. They they are indeed putting the New Game Plus behind an edition that is $15 more. It's like the Deluxe Edition, which is pretty weird because that's just, that's just like something that would be added in an update generally. It's like later on, right? Oh, here's New Game Plus, which we've seen a million times for different. I mean, Spider-Man's going to add New Game Plus soon, you know, through an update. So it's weird that it's a special edition. I don't know what that's about. That's strange. And I don't like that. It's like I'm not playing the games, again. though, so I don't really have much to say. Oh, thanks. Well, what, if it were, what if it was in a game that you would play? that you had to pay money to unlock a new game plus mode. I'll be real with you. I really, I really don't ever do new game plus. Same. And I'm, and I'm the same. Like once I've been in a game, I've moved on. I'm onto the next thing. Right. I think a lot of people are. So maybe that's why they're charging for it. You know, like it's like, well, you know, majority of, of, of players are just going to move on from this. So the ones that, don't we it's basically dlc you're paying for at that point really that like the weirdo I mean, tax or something i mean i don't i don't <laughs> i don't like it don't get me wrong i think i think it's a terrible practice and honestly it may be something they wrote they walk back like by next week but um i mean maybe that's the way they see it like most people don't bother with new game plus they just move on so we're just going to basically make it call it it's basically dlc at that point you know well, okay so uh, forgive me I'm, I'm out of the loop with this so it's new game plus like normally that comes with the base game comes out later on after the fact yeah so, it's usually, no, I, like, I, think it's, I think it's just with the deluxe edition like you just you get it as an unlock with the deluxe oh. edition. so wait so it's it's in the game like Already. day one and then you pay to unlock it let me verify if, that i just want to make sure the, i'm not if that's the case then fuck them that's that's yeah. different 
Yeah, that's just that's, make sure. that's kind of different. That's not DLC. That's not like something the developers like are that's like just a cash you know. Grab. Yeah, that's just like it's a macro so transaction. So as it, as it stands now, they have a they they have a chart which you know it's going to get good when they got to release the chart for for the different editions, and they have deluxe edition. It just it just says here new game plus mode is only available at digital deluxe and ultimate editions of Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. It doesn't necessarily specify like is this coming later or is this right of right away but i would assume that it's right away because it's part of the digital deluxe in the master vacation pack it kind of mm. just sounds like they didn't have anything else to really throw into better editions so they're like oh well just just include that like just say it wouldn't normally be included so that's dumb to me i don't know it's a sh it's a shame because the game itself I mean, for all accounts, for Like a Dragon fans who have really stuck with that series for a long time when it was pretty niche, like holding that game up and it, they really figured it out with like uh, Yakuza Zero at the time. Now it's called Like a Dragon. And it's I don't know, it seems like a weird move for to kind of do to that fan base. But I guess as Sean has mentioned, I've mentioned everyone's been, the businesses, you know, so it's not a, it, this is not a good look, though. It's no. not it's not a good look. No. No, but they have other things in there, too. So it's like they have what is this? Uh, OK, hold on. Explore a bonus dungeon. <laughs> Just in there. OK, hey, yeah, there special, you go. OK, there's like special Sujiman, uh resort guests, outfits, new game plus and more. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It just sounds like they had nothing else to add to it. So they just said, I'll just break up part of the game that should already be included. Just break it up and say that they're getting it. Make them pay yeah, for that's it. not. That's a shame because, like I said, everything else about it, the everyone's real excited. The fans of the series are real excited for this. I feel like it's going to score well. And then it's this weird like they were right. The finish line. and They they just stumbled on something like right you know there. What they, you know what they should do for DLC if they want to do DLC and they have nothing, you know, n nothing to do. Just take all the arcade games from all the previous ones and put it in a DLC where you can play any yeah, of but them. That'd be awesome. Right. Or you can just build more content, release it later, and then sell it again. Or you could just not have DLC if if the game, you know, it doesn't really I mean, need it, it. It's looked good the whole way. I but mean, money. I was gonna, I was gonna check it out when I get some time. But well, yeah. yeah, money. So, what a shame. What a shame that is. I don't know. Maybe they'll. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they'll backtrack yeah, on it. But the chart is out. I'm it's trying here. to drag it out. Well, yeah. if they printed a, the chart, it's right if here. If there's a chart, then they're they're not going to back out. It's over. Yeah, the chart yeah. chart's already been made, pal. Yeah. <laughs> the chart's been made. They already had someone yeah. in Photoshop making that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they paid them already. Did uh did anyone get The Last of Us Part 2 remaster? No. No. Why? It's out? It is out. It came out this week. <laughs> okay. I thought I would ask. I know MVG's a big Last of Us fan. He got part hey. 1 immediately. I, I did. Might be, I don't know. No, no. The, I, you know my thoughts about this one. Ten dollars for an upgrade, fine. I, no, no issue. But let's not call this a remaster. This is this is a director's cut. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is a is this it, is a director's is cut. Yeah, there's some new content in the game, but like they haven't remastered anything. This is literally just a director's cut with a little little bit more extra added onto the game. That's it. So I, I think that's the only reason why I. I'm not interested in this because it's if I play the PS4 version with the PS5 patch that's free, then basically the visuals are identical. 
they were trying people were doing the comparison shots for it and it's it it looked the same. I don't I don't tell people. It just really did not look any different. I mean, the, the Last of Us Part Two already looks good. That's the thing. It's, yeah. It just came out. I feel like. Yeah, it's a three and a half year old game. Yeah, and it, the PS5 version already had patches anyway, so it was already running at sixty frames, and I think it was fourteen forty p. I the fact that I saw MVG was like I didn't get it. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's a ten dollar upgrade, and MVG's like, eh. Well, I know someone eh. who did get it uh max got it dreamcast guy got it yep yep he didn't well I, he's probably gonna make a video he's gonna make a he video did, he did, on it he's gonna get tax right he, off he already made the video on it and he wasn't that into it no yeah, okay, okay. he said he liked the new stuff but um he wasn't um it was it's not a remaster like that's a mm. lie do okay. you have to go through the entirety of the game to get to the new stuff because i don't no, I don't think so. I remember reading what it was, but I don't remember what it is. They have like the survival mode too. It's kind of like a roguelike type game. That's what it was. Yeah, so is that, that's that, it's like a separate menu. Okay. I think so. I don't think you have to beat the game. Uh, I, okay. I don't have it, so I, I can't categorically say, but from I saw Max's review, I, I don't think you need to. I just I, was not very excited for it. I don't know. I just was not really on my radar at all. So. I feel like I just like also like the first one way more than the second one, but that's me. I don't know. I, maybe the time it came out to the kind of some nostalgia there because it was 2013 and just that one. I was like, you know, I'll go back through and check it out again. But this, yeah, I think I I've had my stumbled into horse two. Twitter. Thank you. Thanks, Max. Sorry, John. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, you're not dragging this one out either, pal. <laughs> move on. <laughs> Let me, let what's me this dead you? air? Let's go. <laughs> I was bringing, I was bringing up, I was bringing up the super chats. Jeffrey uh, Tucker says, MVG, have you experienced any cracking on your analog pocket? Reddit has many posts about it. I don't know why um, I thought he was going to say your body. Like, are you experiencing cracking in your uh, knees? There's a lot. Uh, trust me, when you turn 50, there's a lot of cracking. Yeah, we've on. talked a lot um, about lotion and he's listening. My to analog pocket. No, but I will also say I'm not a, a heavy hardcore user of the analog pocket. Mine sits in my drawer um, probably for 364 days of the year. And I'd probably take it out once and play with it. So mine is still okay. But what about... <laughs> What about you, John? You have an analog pocket, and what is your? Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, there's no cracking or anything I've seen, but uh, usually I, I keep it up and away on the shelf here. So yeah. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm not very rough with it or anything in terms of just like it's on the desk laying around or something. But so, I mean, Sean has Sean, one. You haven't seen any cracking either. Like the screen, everything's fine on mine. I dude, I haven't touched mine in for fucking ever. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The only thing I, the only thing I play is that fucking Ambernick. That wood grain, dude, I love that thing so much. The battery on it is fucking amazing. It's by far my favorite handheld. Oh my god, it just sounds like you guys are talking about a vibrator this entire time. MVG was, because he just keeps it in his drawer and takes it out once in a while to use it. Just yeah. up on the shelf away from people. Uh, Not that Am Ambernick thing rules Great ass, battery dude. life. It does. Is that the... I don't know. Um, it's the wood grain joint. That's the model. It says like the model number to it, right? The don't get splinters. <laughs> you made me snort. Uh, the, ca the casual noob gamer says, Pal World, then 
Persona 3 remake Game Pass starting strong in 2024. Reload 2024. Yeah, Game Pass is starting strong. And uh, Resident Evil 2 remake went to Game Pass as well as PlayStation Plus recently. So subscription services are coming through right now. Justin says, I have nearly 200 games in my Switch library and I have to say The Lost Crown is one of the best Metroidvanias that I've played in years. Yes. I'm going to have to try it. It's good. I I really like it. I'm 18 hours in. I've done about 78% of the game. I'm trying to 100% the game. I I really enjoy it. Check it out. It is a very good game. Very good. Highly recommended. Highly recommend Prince of Persia. And I got my physical copy yesterday right here. Oh, nice stuff. All on the cartridge, right? It's all there. I think so. No, no blue yeah. border. No, no weirdness. Okay, good. Good. No, not for this one. Uh, this is from Casual New Gamer says, "If I buy Power World on Xbox, can Nintendo pull my game?" <laughs> I hope not. Did you already talk about Power World? We did. We we oh, did. God. Oh yeah, you had a different opinion on it. That's you don't right. like beating cats? No, I had a correct opinion on it. Uh, he does not like the game. It looks like shit. It <laughs> runs like shit. It's obviously not anywhere near a complete game. We're still talking about the, Power World, not Pokemon, right? Yeah, well, uh, okay. that's the thing. People, <laughs> like, both games, Power World and Modern Pokemon, can both be not good. And they're both, True. in and my opinion... And they're selling millions, so... Really I know, I, I, I don't get it. But, like, I, pl- I played the game for, like, two hours. Mm. The menu system is atrocious. Absolutely oh, atrocious. No, just getting to where you need to go. And, oh, I got to go to my workbench. Oh, I have to hold X for 10 seconds while it creates. Oh, now I have to pick it up. Like, come on, sp- sp- speed this up. Snap this. You know, the combat feels hollow. That game sucks ass. If you enjoy it, that's awesome. But I think there's a lot of dick riding going on for this game. And it's ridiculous. I don't care about the designs if they look like Pokemon. Pokemon shouldn't sue them. Could Pokemon take ideas from this game? Maybe. But uh, both of these things need to go back to the damn drawing board, in my opinion. I mean, we're talking about a lot of dick riders here, Sean. There's like, what, four million people right now playing? No, it was, it was one million. Three million Three. people have bought it in the last 40 hours, they said. What the? Why? <laughs> why? You, go buy Prince of Persia. Go buy a fucking video game that looks polished and it's fun and it's engaging to play and it tells a story and the gameplay and the combat is precise this game looks like fucking there's pop in going on the frame uh, let me preface this by saying i am playing it on the xbox Mm -hmm. series x yes it runs better than pokemon gil chong but pokemon runs like shit too so that's not a standard (laughs) like that we should be aspiring for they're great though when the bar is so low if y'all like you know harvesting crops and you know getting gathering materials and you know hitting x to slash or shoot an arrow at some fucking what little thing, included thing? DoorDash. What, awesome. if they put, what if they put doordash in the game or instacart converted I mean, it to some put, kind of internal they could put anything system. in the game they could put anything in the game and i i just i don't see the appeal if people want to see the appeal in it good i'm not gonna rain on their parade but don't rain on my parade by saying it's uh, i don't like it and it's it's stupid because that's what i think it's stupid and you're stupid i never said the people who like it were stupid i just said i think there's a lot of dick riding going on for it <laughs> this is uh from casual noob says 
Square Enix not a Microsoft company yet, right? They're not. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Jimmy says, I don't know if it's me, but Avowed Combat looked like a VR game. You know what? Actually, you know what I was gonna say? Not a VR game necessarily. What? What was um? God, the 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 Skyrim, the Switch Blade phone game a couple years ago. The same year that they revealed Elder Scrolls Six. What was it called? Was it it like? Yeah, yeah, I remember talking about something Blades or something. Yeah, Yeah, Elder Scrolls Blades. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Ah, okay. Derek says, if there I just was didn't a... like the enemy designs in Avowed. Oh, okay. Generic. And I don't understand how anything no... else. Generic. Why, why do they look like slee stacks? Gosh. You kept saying that word over and over. Which game is that from? Have you, slash have you never show? have you never watched Land of the Lost 1991? 1991. Not not recently. Well, you should, because the, the main I? the main enemies besides besides Scarface were the slee stacks and the slee stacks the head slee stack was shung and he had mm-hmm. the crystals and um he always wanted more crystals but like you the, mean little the guy mi- that's talking kind of looks like him there, there but... you go it's in a chat for you guys other than that the enemy types wasn't it like skeletons with helmets and stuff on but they look like yeah. dinosaur slee stacks eric Asks, is there a way to emulate OG House of the Dead arcade Saturn version on my Wii U with motion controls, or is it not possible? What? Wait, what House of the Dead games are on the Wii? This uh, over, overkill. And, overkill two, and then... Two and three. Two and... Th- oh, yeah. Well, they're asking if they can emulate it arcade and Saturn version on the Wii U with motion controls. On the Wii U? Yes. Mm, probably not beefy enough on the Wii U. Beefy. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sean well, probably has a host of uh, emulation boxes that you could. Buy I have, I have the games. No, you buy. Um, I would just get a um, get the fucking um that new light gun that they came out with that comes with the Pandora's box. No, there's another one too oh. that actually comes with the Pandora's box, and everything's mm-hmm. already preloaded on it, so you don't have oh. to worry about that. Either that, or just run a Batasera build, um, of thirty four and up or 35 and up that being the um the update number um because it'll automatically detect the send and light gun and then you could just play whatever this is from Corey, who says you got to round those numbers up humdrum says uh screenshot this indie avowed hellblade 2 ps5 and switch 2 and then fill with the clown icon thank you humdrum irs says uh RPG 69, what are your hopes for Pokemon Day next month? I'm expecting GameCube trees for Game Freak's first $70 Pokemon game. I can't wait. I mean, ideally, the world of, will have already ended before we reach that. And that, I think, will be the ideal Please, solution. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know what to expect from them anymore. I, I, I will tell you what not to expect, and that's a performance <laughs> patch for that game. Mm, no performance patch? No, no, no performance mm. patch. Performance patch is coming. That's the it's the next system. I'm, I'm sure the performance yeah. patch. I, I don't I don't think that's gonna do much <laughs> either. Well, Pokemon Day they could do. I mean, they could do a number of things. It could be a remake again, like they could pull from their their past, or they could do Pokin or all kinds of other spinoffs or a new Legends game. I would like a new Legends game. I liked Legends. I thought it was really fun and it mm-hmm. was different. Legends two it was in cinematic, twenty five frames it, a second. 
Yeah, but I mean, put it with the story that everybody is raving about with Scarlet and Violet. Give it voice acting. There you go. Good balance. <laughs> voice acting? Okay. Calm down. Listen, Come on now. Listen, Come on now. Listen, Calm down. listen, the standards are high. So that way when people say or I ask, is there voice acting? They say yes or no. I either play it or I don't. That's it. That's my determining factor. Okay. This is from Ian who says, do you guys have any concern that the MIG switch will impact the switch used game market? Ooh, maybe MVG. This, uh, this came up on, I saw this on, on X actually, where someone was mentioning that if a bunch of these games get dumped and then passed back into the, I guess, into the, into the world, the market, people might get a, a used cartridge that is active on the SD card. Yeah, I mean, I don't have mine yet. I know you guys have also pre-ordered. Uh, I'm, I'll take a closer look at it when I get mine. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sacrifice some games for a, the greater good to see if that actually does anything. So we'll see. I think it'll be okay. a niche thing. I mean, these things have been around for handhelds forever. You mm. know, the DS had them, the 3DS had them. You know, and those were cheaper, more accessible. You could fucking walk it. I bought my Max Media Player Drive at a Best Buy, and that allowed me to play backup DS games. So, like, you know, it's not it's not necessarily a, a new concept or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like this would have to happen like a mass scale for it to be something that shows up a lot. I mean, not saying it could. I mean, I guess it could. It's possible. I just don't think it's likely, especially since. I mean, we people are going to move on to the next system in like the next year or two anyway. I know it, people are thinking backwards compatible, obviously, but like, let's be real. They start showing off some of the new games and people are going to move to that anyway. And even the MIG switch itself might be could be left behind from that. Who knows? But definitely something to keep in mind. I like how all these uh, other people are getting them and no, we didn't fucking get them and we bought them. It's the way they had to try to get them out there through like dis like distributors and stuff. I don't know that the method for that's a little spotty. So the whole thing is pretty spotty, honestly. <laughs> Definitely wrong. getting the product out there. Is. Not wrong. That whole dumper thing is. is yeah, yeah but now, but now the, the dumpers are back. They're yeah. just not going to be included. They're sixty five dollars separately now. Fuck off. <laughs> MD, you, you you bought? Did you buy a dumper? I did. All okay. right, you better. Yeah. I'm gonna re re demand that you make all of these patches for these ROMs that are out there, so it's nice and easy for me. <laughs> David says, "How? Yeah, I'm gonna be curious to see MVG's take on this thing. Yeah, see what uh, see what they have going on there, because catchy." David says, "Power World is very fascinating, and it's proven just how toxic the Pokemon community has become." Well, that's not really. This it, is, it? it is very it is <laughs> very pokemon funny to something. see to see people yeah. like circling little parts of a pokemon and then circling like a part of a a pal and be like oh these look similar i think they, they could sue it's like holy fuck well don't don't do uh, it for free pal <laughs> <laughs> it has uh i mean that community has always been They've been they've been a lot of infighting in general. So is this what I mean, you're seeing now is, is also that the new. same community that does smash or pass for Pokemon. So well, they're trying to fuck yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, apparently. I mean, the, the fan base also, I feel like Woba fed. like really does not like most of the time the company itself, like Game Freak and stuff like you, they get they get pretty, uh, pretty wild against all of them. So. Uh, T. Joe says some games are built for replays, though. New Game Plus is genuinely useful in Chrono Trigger. 
Sure. And where your playthrough can be different from the last. Yeah. Starfield is a good example of that. Near Automata obviously has, you know, different mm -hmm. runs you can do through that yeah, game. Yeah, but imagine mm -hmm. you had to pay for it, though. Like, in my opinion now, right, how much is Like a Dragon going to be? Is, is like that, I feel like that's going to be 70 right? It's going to be a 70 So I you're paying $70 for one I mean, I playthrough. Like you're yep. paying $70 for one playthrough, right? It's so like for me, you know, like I say, am I going to get my money's worth out of this game? Is one playthrough going to be worth $70 for me? Because if I'm going to play a game that I have like, oh, I have access to keep playing this over and over, I'll get my $70 worth. Me, it's now like, am I going to get the one run? Is that going to count is, as my money's worth? That feels ridiculous it, it to 70. me. It is 70. Ridiculous. Your uh, platforms. Jeez. GCD says, didn't machines give game devs create escape from butcher bay before becoming machine games if they did that's a good game yes yes they did they did let me see the the riddick game yeah let me see who mm -hmm. was uh yep. it'll probably say here who it was tygon Studios, starbase studios yes i believe they yeah because they were Yes, I, th I believe some of those devs came over from that and became machine games. Yeah, I mean, that people were looking at indie and kind of were getting that the, some of those Riddick vibes from when they were going through like the different uh, archaeological dig sites and mm -hmm. stuff. So St Stephen says the, de the dev said on their blog that most of the hundred pals was designed by one graduate student. We all supporting fucking child labor. Some gen AI or the student is severely underpaid is what they said. God damn! Who? What, yeah. what company made this? Where are they located? Oh gosh! We, you know what's really funny, Sean? Singapore. Before you came on, we said, we said, uh, we I've not heard of this developer before until now. Just so. go to their site, Sean, and watch each of the trailers. You'll know exactly which game they're each supposed to be. So there's a programmer and a artist. Pocket pair. Sounds American as apple Fair. pie. Just watch all the trailers that they have for each game. This Over Dungeon, is, uh, AI, Art, Imposter, Craftopia. Oh, and that was another thing. I think it looks like an asset flip. Oh, yeah. Like, like don't those assets look fucking, like, aside from the pals, well, like the world, the characters, they all look very asset flip. -y. Well, they're using the Unreal Engine, right? And I think, doesn't yeah. that come with some pretty basic like, world building yes, tools for trees base. and grass? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Keep riding the meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh bobby bobby says uh pokemon with guns was always a corny idea to be honest it's kind of funny actually but like when you see the little pals with the machine gun <laughs> cristobal says pow worlds pokemon like mons with guns are not as cute but i already love them more than the regular tired pokemon how is jordan fringe and max jordan is actually at magfest right now and max i believe is moving so <laughs> They are quite busy. It's time for his yearly move. <laughs> oh, is, man. He is on the move a lot. Dude moves every fucking move. year. God well, damn. Are you on the run or something, bro? Tell me. He has a nomadic spirit. Something. Something. <laughs> hey, shout out to Max. Shout out to Max. Let's, uh, let's talk about GDC. MVG, you are aware of GDC. You've been I to am. GDC. You know GDC. Yes. Okay. This always comes up, and I maybe it's just because it's referred to as GDC. What is GDC, MVG? GDC is the Game Developer Conference. It's in San Francisco every March, 
and it is a industry trade show where basically all developers attend and really, um, you know, uh, set up interviews and meetings. There's potential um, indie developers that are looking for partners and publishers. So there's lots of, um, you know, deals that get signed at GDC. There's also uh, industry talks where there'll be uh, industry people that will do specific, you know, seminars and sessions. So it's really just a whole week long session of developer talks and conferences and meetups and, um, you know, pitching deals and signing deals and stuff like that. Any sketchy okay. stuff going on there? <laughs> Any sketchy stuff? Um, there was a COVID that was spread around a couple of years ago uh, at the event, mm. but other than that... Swingers parties? Nothing, Any swingers nothing, parties? N- nothing uh, that I remember. Uh, I, I, mm, I could bring up something, but I won't. Mm. Okay. The, the, there, was a, there, was a, there was a survey that they put out to 3,000 developers, I guess, that were going to be heading out to GDC. 8% of them apparently are working on games for Switch successor. 8% of them, I should say, were willing to admit that they're working on games for the Switch successor. Might be the the better way to phrase it there. But then 32% said that they are interested in working on games for Nintendo's next system. Now, I don't think that's too surprising based on the current status of the Switch. But if you go back to say the days of the wii u leading up to the switch that number was uh quite a bit lower so i am i will from the wii u leading up switch the wii to the wii u was higher because obviously the wii did well so i'm curious if if uh we were thinking that the switch 2 or the next gen switch could just end up with more third-party support outright because it's seems much more popular right now for the switch going into the system as opposed to the wii u to the switch to where a lot of people felt or a lot of these people felt burnt they even mentioned it before bandai said that they felt bad because they missed out on it and the pokemon company even said we didn't really believe that the switch would do anything or switch would do anything compared to uh what it could have been if it was home console yeah i mean right yeah you're yeah i mean it's very difficult to compare both scenarios but obviously the switch has been very very successful um and you know most most developers that that publish their games on on switch you know they have a good idea about how it's going to do as far as sales and you know because there's so many switches out there is really a very desirable platform to bring your games to so i think this time around there's obviously a lot more interest in the switch too from third parties that they want to they want to be there um you know look at look at the launch lineup of the switch again it was a different time so i'm not trying to you know do you know a a one-to-one comparison here but if you can bring your games out to the switch too early um that really puts you in a good position to you know generate some good sales right because there's only going to be a handful of first party releases at launch on the launch window and you know so third parties really want to be there at the start to you know get their games uh to kind of maximize their sales potential. So I think there is a lot of interest this time. Makes makes total sense to me. If, if you look at the Switch launch lineup versus the Wii U launch lineup, it is crazy how much smaller the Switch was. I didn't oh, even yeah. realize that until I just looked at it now. But the Wii U had a number of titles ready to go at launch. They had... I mean, there was, like, there was a Madden ready to go. I, I know Mass Effect, that was a whole thing because... They had the trilogy on the other platforms. They're like, was, Mass was Zombie U? Was Zombie U a launch title? I believe it was. It was. I like. Yep. I really like that game. 
they had that. They have a, they had a Ninja Gaiden. Oh yeah. They had uh, a Sonic All Stars Racing <laughs> ready to go. Uh, they had they had Dark Siders two. Call of Duty was there ready to roll. Assassin's Creed, Batman Arkham City. But then you look at the Switch, and the Switch had one two Switch, Just Dance, Breath of the Wild, of course, Skylanders, Super Bomberman R, I Am Setsuna, Snipper Clips, Shovel Knight, the Fast RMX. That was the launch lineup for the Switch. Almost like, oh yeah, the Wii U didn't do well enough for us to spend the next several years for Nintendo's gamble. Where now, I almost wonder if we get a similar launch lineup or even a window of that, we'll say, in the holiday where it looks closer to this Wii U. Like, what if EA, what if EA even brought over Madden for the launch of the next system? I mean, I think that just goes to show how much faith they had in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it had to carry the system. Yeah, for Nintendo, mm-hmm. but... I'm thinking like third party wise. Has has been heroes? Come on now. Quality mm-hmm. game. Okay. Nobody was played. I, I, was that a launch game? It was launch window. I think it was June. Yeah, I was gonna say, because even just looking at launch, like if you look at the Wii U, yeah, like well, yeah, the day Bomberman was and thirty two games. Yeah. I got Breath of the Wild and Bomberman. And that's yeah. all I had for a long for Same. a while. Not for a long time, but for a while. But how many how many hours did we put into Breath of the Wild, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, and then we had Mar- Mario Kart came out the following month. That was in April. But yep. the the uh, when we went for the event for the Switch, they had a bunch of TV set up and everyone just wanted to play Breath of the Wild. But they had like Bomberman. They had a Street Fighter game set up. Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers. Yeah. Show yep. some respect. Way of the Ado mode. <laughs> everyone just wanted to play Breath of the Wild. And that was it. So you can just walk up to a I actually took the time then to use the pro controller because no one was at the other booths. So I was like, oh, I'll just hang out, check out the pro controller a bit, you know, and, and no one was like, you know, in line, like, hurry up, come on. Uh, but they just had arms there, I think, too. But that it was uh, it was very interesting to see that not a lot of interest at the Street Fighters and stuff compared to Breath of the Wild. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Ultra Street Fighter 2 sold over a mil. I think Disgaea was there, too. No one cared about that one, either. (laughs) I mean, only a mil, but I mean, that's pretty good. No, yeah, no, that's good. No, that's good. Yeah, for Street, like Street Fighter. For a small indie company. I think the name Street Fighter is popular, but I don't. Like, they just celebrated three million copies sold. They're trying to get on POW. They got to get on POW world level here, okay? (laughs) You had Wave the Hado mode, okay? That was fun. You had Demon Ken and Evil Ryu. It was a quality, quality Mm -hmm. title. I believe I kept that game. Okay. Cool. Uh, I lied. I lied. Nah, well, not that good then. <laughs> well, I had I had a digital copy because I got a ah, I got a good. review copy of it. Are you uh, are you excited about GDC MVG? Within reason for what um, you can speak about. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's always a good time. Uh, last year we had we had a lot of fun. It was very very successful uh, as far as the actual conference itself. Yeah, I mean it's always good to um, God, you know basically. Lie head out there and and meet up with everyone again so yeah i'm looking forward to it um it's gonna be busy we've already got a lot of meetings booked and stuff like that but yeah it's always a good time and uh you know to basically not be working in the office type of thing is always a good thing too so oh, beautiful oh, art beautiful the artwork was nice too. yeah does it have a booklet inside uh no it's just a bunch of words sad it's just a bunch of words safety information don't eat the cartridge. <laughs> uh, Tell me I, I, my life. You know, I am curious, MVG, as you've been to GDC a lot, and you know, there's a lot of talk that happens there between developers. Do you think it would be a 
good idea for Nintendo to at least convey some information about their next system before GDC based on, again, there's I, a lot of the talk that goes on there. I, I think it would be a good idea if they did that. Now, whether they will, yeah. I, I don't know, right? Like, but... I will say this, if, if they haven't announced their plans before GDC, there's going to be so much chatter going around at GDC about it, you know, about what's happening, you know, when when's this thing coming out, all that sort of stuff. So um, I think it would be a good idea if Nintendo did announce their plans before GDC, and I think hopefully they will, but it's Nintendo, man. You know, we don't we don't necessarily know what their plans are. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, March. March 18th is GDC. So we're about two months out. Um, and March is, I think, when a lot of people are thinking we could see some movement from Nintendo on it because their fiscal year also ends March 31st. So it all kind of lines up. But I do envision there just being a lot of chatter about Nintendo's next system there either way. So it may not be a bad idea for Nintendo to at least just kind of get that out there. Like even a, a teaser trailer like they did for the Switch, where they just kind of showed off what it was exactly just to kind of give people an idea so yeah let me see i do want to i do want to quickly talk about uh, halo infinite as they are moving away from their seasons and it seems like they are going to be moving uh, more of the development over to a new halo game wait wait, wait what comes after? where's my 10 year plan for this game yeah and what comes after <laughs> infinite in the uh number sequence i'll be real sean i think that went out the window when bonnie ross left and joseph staten left but they didn't update us they didn't say hey we're no longer doing a 10-year plan like we said we were no there was no long jpeg of a paragraph with words yeah they 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 kind of talked about this a bit recently with the community like they did like their video where they kind of talk about what's going on with halo and are they going to do seasons or what's happening and they said that they're done with seasons. They're going to do basically these operations or like content updates. So very small updates compared to the seasons that were every, they were trying to do every quarter or something, which that had, had a hard time keeping up. But as we've seen with, I mean, we just saw it with the last of us online. They said, are we going to do last of us online? Or are we going to go do another game? And I, I kind of feel like Bungie's fallen in that situation with destiny too. And maybe they're like, do we want to make another halo or do we want to keep pushing halo infinite along? And I kind of think right now, a lot of stuff's moving to the next Halo. So I don't know what you call it after Halo Infinite. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. know. Maybe you should try to aim it so you can like use it to help sell your next, what, what your mascot's supposed to be for, you, you can, know? You so. can call it Infinite Next, Infinite 2, Infinite Square. No, Halo Infinite 2. Halo, Infinity and Beyond. Infinite Delta. There's so many things. Just add something that sounds cool after the word Infinite. Halo has fallen. Halo has fallen. Uh, uh, that's it's tough. I'm not really sure what it's gonna be exactly, or what they're gonna call it. Or it's still gonna be open world, kinda. Or... I would prefer that they just go back. They make a Halo game that is straightforward with the campaign, and it's just an arena shooter that they treat less like. Uh, it's pretty clear they were trying to do the live service Fortnite thing, and it just wasn't working. So I feel well, like you I go back know, to maybe, the arena shooter. Maybe people would want to play your game if hacking wasn't such an issue. And maybe also if you that fixed too. your footstep audio. God dang, bro. Can't hear people they, running behind me. It makes me rage every single freaking time. They basically would need to launch it in a significantly better state than Infinite was, where we didn't even have a Team Slayer playlist when it came out, which was crazy. Fix, <laughs> fix the UI, too. Do you want to talk about the UI, John? 
You guys, it was designed for going there to start tearing everything down. <laughs> it hasn't changed. Yeah, so that's. I feel like because they have new leadership there at three four three now. Uh, I don't know what happened with certain affinity. People were talking about their whatever their project was for Halo being canceled, and maybe it's not, and maybe it's moved on to the next thing. I feel like you start working on the next Halo now, which they've already apparently been working on it, and you position it to launch with their next system, and like that's the big launch title with it. So it's gonna it'd take them a while to build it, but that that would and you know what, move off this slip space engine. Like just go. Go to something more familiar because they're doing the contractor thing anyway. Like, you know about that MVG where they're just cycling people through pretty consistently. Maybe go to Unreal Engine and you just you just build on that. Yeah. And aren't there some rumors that that's what they're doing? Like, haven't we? There's some mm -hmm. articles about it. VGC yep. or someone maybe said that they were looking into it or they were, their next stuff is using UE. So I would expect something like that to happen going forward. Go to Unreal Engine and just build on it. Yeah build halo so go back to the roots the arena shooter roots and uh bring master chief back make him make him relevant again so. master cheeks base it yeah, off don't the TV take show. his helmet off no, no base it off the that. tv show it's canon no oh. it's canon john no, leave that. it's canon leave the helmet on <laughs> don't do that <laughs> don't take the helmet off <laughs> uh this is from this is from Donna, Donovan Stewart, who says, are we still getting Prime 2 plus 3 on Switch? That's a good question. Said that rumor. We made that rumor up. <laughs> that's uh, That's been the ongoing rumor for a while, hasn't it? Where we have Prime remastered, and now we're going to get 2 and 3 as separate releases, maybe like $20, $30 releases or something. You can't have a series that is known as the trilogy and not release the other rest of the trilogy you just can't do it john you ha they have to be there i don't even care if they're remade or remastered or whatever what what i don't even think a remaster is a remaster anymore up is down down is up listen just bring two or three over exactly as they are and i'll be happy but you got to do work on three you have to add normal controls into it oh yeah because all the motion stuff that's a good point yeah it's all that it's all like a lot it's work built around what do you oh yeah you're right no because i did when i played the trilogy i played with the wemo and i loved it more actually than the button controls no i mean if they did skyward sword anything's possible so they'll be fine. yeah but they they did skyward sword at 60 dollars that's so, that's the one I'm... thing that's tripping me up is the idea of like it's not going to be three would take more work more resources i could see that being more expensive so i think they could even if they had motion in it it'll be bad mm. Well, it's that it seems like now would be the time to do it where you have remasters bridging the gap between the current system and the next system because we're already seeing that. So uh, people are talking about it direct at some point here in the next month or two. Drop that in. Drop that in. This is oh, and also Steven asks, what's everyone's favorite Metroid game? Super. Superman. OK, OK. Prime. I think I'm going with the I think I'm going to go with the first Metroid Prime. That was just. Yeah. Oh, such an impact when that showed up on the GameCube. That's that's a very close second. I mean, I bought a GameCube to play Metroid Prime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was something else with that because originally I was looking at Halo like it was this incredible looking game, and I'm like, oh, Metroid Prime looks like just as good, and it's running at sixty. So, uh, Donovan asks, max number of games you guys play at one time? Like all at the same time, multiple screens, three. <laughs> hold on a minute uh, at the same at the same time like if i'm switching between games oh there's a 
the number gets up there sometimes, especially if yeah, I'm just, uh, playing some games for fun. And then also, oh, yeah, I, I was going to review this game or, you know, I don't like that. know how yeah. you do it, John. I don't know how you guys like do the whole review game and then also have games that you just want to play for fun. For me, it's like for fun. I have a game. Well, the game yeah, for fun I mean, is usually us just fucking playing bullshit online like WWE, yeah. which I love playing because John knows that I am better than him at that game. John's pretty good at WWE. And, now. and he does he he does this little sigh every time we play, and it makes me so happy because he'll be he'll think he'll have like the upper hand advantage and just there. And it's, it's just, the game's yes. cheating. Yes. <laughs> it feels so good. Do it the again. Counters aren't working. <laughs> yeah, I think I think for working. I think for me it's um I mean right now it's it's pretty much just like one or two games and it's I think being a parent has changed it a little bit too, but mainly for streaming, it's like a game that I can pick up, I can pick up at any time in my personal time is is one that I'll play versus like if I'm doing a single player, you know, on on stream with someone. So usually at most it's like two, maybe three, if one of those is is on the phone or something. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I like I sometimes bounce around three or four even just to, like I said, impressions and. uh and then also try to make videos on them, so it can stack up. This is from Hellman, who says Sonic, Sonic and All Stars Racing is on par with Mario Kart. I mean, that's the one that has all the Sega characters in it, right? I, I didn't uh, like the steering controls for that. Is that the one? That's, hold on, wasn't Sonic Sonic All Star? Yeah, I feel like Sonic All Stars Racing was that. Does one. it have Ryu from Shenmue? Is it that one? <laughs> I remember it did have people because it had like the the monkey from Super Monkey Ball in it. Yeah, I didn't like the physics on that one. Maybe I just had to get used to it better, but. This is from Steven who says Binding of Isaac Afterbirth launched two days after Switch launch and was on Switch first. I sure was... it came with a, came with a manual, too, if you got the physical edition. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say like I know a lot of people say 2023 has been like one of the best years ever for games and stuff, but I'm like, did we forget 2017 exists? Like even just for the Switch, like I look at the lineup, and did I we just forget feel like... 2001 exists. Yeah, 2001. Well, yeah, is a but I mean, or I mean, 99. Like, yeah, but I feel like that was a completely different like environment for people to to even acknowledge games. You know what I mean? I'm I'm talking about just even in like the last decade. Like, I feel like 2017, for some reason, is just people don't even remember it happening. Mm. 2001 is pretty is pretty legit, but this past year was good, too. So uh, let me double check over on StreamYard to see if we had any. Then we can go around here as we finish up. Let me start. Let me start over with MVG. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on X at Modern Vintage. Oh, fuck v. off. <laughs> you you and, and this X thing, Sean, you got to get used to it. Eventually, they renamed no, it X. Nobody calls it that. So because of that, I don't oh, have God. to get used to it. You can also Eventually find me on YouTube.com slash Modern Vintage Gamer. Oh, thanks for having me. Lame. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what about uh, what about Misclick? Where can I find you? Yep. Thanks for having me. Um, you can find me here on YouTube as Miss Click Gaming, um, where you can actually catch live streams there now. So I know a lot of you were like, I'm never going to Twitch. Well, I'm streaming to YouTube now, so it's just for you. You're welcome. I caved. Um, other than that, you can find me majority of the time on uh, Twitter or Instagram as underscore Miss, Miss Click underscore. 
Um, and then twitch.tv slash misclick underscore live. Okay. What about what about Evan? Evan, you've been doing a lot with your tabletop. Yeah. Tabletop. Over stuff. here on Still YouTube at Kimmerx Project, doing a lot of videos, trying to keep that moving before I possibly burn out, and then streaming here as well, Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Did I hear that you hit 4,000 subscribers, yeah, Evan? last week, near the end. Congrats. Wow. Good stuff. That was quick. I feel like that that actually happened from three thousand to four thousand pretty pretty quick. It was all right. Uh, it slowed down at the end of last year because I was doing like one video a month, just cause. But yeah, you playing around with the short stuff too? Shorts, yeah. That's Trying cool. to do more yeah. Aqua Teen Hunger Force style mini sketches. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Nice. All right, good stuff. And then what about what about Sean over there? You can find me at uh, on, of course, Twitter. And at youtube.com slash dream. The hell? <laughs> the question is, can he breathe in at the same time now? Oh, he's got smoker's lungs. <laughs> he said no. Cast guy. Um, actually, come to the after show because I got a new pro wrestling loot box to open up and it's heavy. Oh. Snap. Okay. Okay. Gonna be a fun time. Unboxing video. Do you got the downward cam or are you just gonna kind of cheese no, it out just, and just I, show people yeah, things? Just, come on. What do you think this so is? So shitty, dude. So <laughs> what do you think this fucking is? No. Oh god. Well, I gotta go make margaritas. So Well, I'll just okay. do the show myself if I have to. There you go. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We will be back next Saturday night, nine PM Eastern time, and we'll see you guys then.